0: Hey guys! Hey, it's Kelly Kaloran, Ben Simone, with Hey guys! Hey. Hey, hey, and I am with my new friend uh, JB Andriasi, from Selling the Hamptons, real estate mogul, killing it all over. Dartmouth grad. Yeah. He may or may not have tor- has you know torn his meniscus, so he's going to be in surgery. These all so, things you guys are going to yeah, hear yeah, about. Yeah. We just get right in. Let's go. <laughs> we know why it's oh, time. No. All right, let's get started. Yes. JB, where are you from? Yes. Who are you? I
1: am the Hamptons guy, born and raised. So I think a lot of people that I know they tend to say that they're locals in the Hamptons, but you come to find out they moved out five years ago or ten years ago, and they think they're they're locals. I'm a true born and raised from Southampton. Uh, my mom's like a I think fourth or fifth generation off the boat Irish. So she grew up on a potato farm in bridgehampton
0: oh my god and uh
1: so yeah I'm, I'm a Southampton guy and now you know we'll, we'll get into this but i did my time away i was in the city i was in dc i went to school in new hampshire and now i'm full-time living all winter all fall all spring all summer out in the hamptons for the last three years oh so it's my been gosh fun. It's oh
0: my gosh do you know what? i wrote two books about the hamptons two anthologies in the spirit did of the hamptons you? You're I'm this just,
1: huge writer, aren't you? I, I didn't realize this until I was doing a little homework on you because we just became new friends. I was like, yeah. I need to know a little bit more about Kelly. And I'm like, look at her. She has all these pieces out in publications. It's amazing. Yeah, that's Remember insane. Remember
0: when we were at um, Duck Pond and you are like, do you have your real estate license? I'm like, kind yeah, of. Yeah. I did the number one deal in New York. Come
1: to find out, you sold like, what, over 100 million last yeah. year? Yeah, I go, okay, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I was kicking myself after that, but... uh I was yeah, like loving you're, that. You're like the Jack of all trades. Thank you. Yeah, It's, it's incredible. And I noticed you're a Columbia grad. I am. Okay. So we're both. Like Ivy League connect. Yeah, I know. <laughs> get it. the
0: Ivy going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were from Southampton. I love that because I love South. the Hamptons. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I've been going out there for, for forever and it's just changed so, so much. much. So much. Um, so I love that, that you are from there. That makes me even like you even more. <laughs> so how did you get into real estate?
1: Yeah, good question. So I grew up. My dad is a builder out in the Hamptons. He actually built Joe Farrell his first home out there.
0: No, I love and Joe. Joe
1: is is great. He's a good family friend of ours. Yeah. And so I grew up around, you know, bulldozers and, and backhoes and and uh, building these really beautiful single family homes. Then you know, this is late you know early '90s when I was growing up. Then Joe and some of the, you know, builders that we know out there that are doing so well, they came in and they just took what my dad did, who is a local builder. You know, he's from up the island, uh, centralized, so and moved out to the Hamptons and and really took it to the next level. But um, so I grew up around it and I always had this fascination. We I always tell a story. We're driving to on Meadow Lane because that's where the locals would drive on the beach every Sunday. And we have our families there and barbecuing, playing football, wiffle ball. And we'd be driving down Meadow Lane and I remember Calvin Klein's house. It's like the third or fourth. Once you make the right to go yeah. down Meadow Lane yeah. and it was that big castle. I'm like, I asked my parents, it was like six. And I go, mom, dad, like who lives there? Like, it's definitely not the people I go to school with at right. Southampton elementary okay. school, Who's this? And And they started to explain there's a market out here for some of the you know most successful, wealthy people in the world who just love to be out here and be a part of the community in the summertime and just get away from the city. So I always, I think from that conversation on, it was just this little seed that, you know, started in me. And, and then, uh, you know, over time I was like, yeah, I started to research and I went to Dartmouth and I learned how you could really make some good money being a real estate developer or an investor. And that's sort of where it all started. It started at a young age and then blossomed through the next couple of decades. And here I am.
0: I mean, the Hamptons has been a vacation destination for the, the rich and famous since the 1600s. It's insane, isn't it? Yeah, it would take days to get out there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh, i think southampton was the first colonized settlement in new york state i right. believe like 1640. right yeah like yeah. 400 years it's yeah. insane
0: i know it's unbelievable it's crazy i mean some of the hotels that have come and gone i mean like shelter island used to have like the most exclusive hotel totally which burned down um there's just been so much that was there that you know people really gravitate towards because obviously like everything it's the beach but it's also like the country it's like this. Wineries, really, yeah you
1: know the equestrian yeah the local farm to table produce I, there's so many really sweet elements. So do you
0: know there. why the farm to t- like the the, ve- the vegetables are so and the potatoes are so unbelievable there? I don't. It's because the the sand it's called loam L O A M and it's this actual perfect combination of dirt to sand and so potatoes and tomatoes and zucchini i mean it just literally they
1: have that ratio perfected perfect it's it's
0: it's, and it's it's organic i mean it's not something that people are like okay it's you know whatever you know it's this percentage it's actually like the ap- absolute perfect.
1: It's so funny, like in the wintertime when we don't have those farm stands open. Yeah, you have to go back to the grocery store, and I'm just like, oh, Ugh. I like cannot I wait know. to get back to when it's springtime and things start happening.
0: The tomatoes, yeah. like oh, the tomato, everything,
1: the tomatoes, avocados, like everything. Well, avocados we don't grow, that. but right. but you know what I mean. Right. Just the yeah. produce is just yeah, it's incredible.
0: And another thing that's really fascinating about the Hamptons is the um, the area um, on Further Lane. From is which is, has double dunes, so that's why you know the Seinfeld, the Wall Street, like all those homes are so highly coveted because it has double dunes, unlike Southampton, right. which you know, anytime that there's been a hurricane. You, we know about the inlet the shinnecock inlet. Yeah, yeah so that is like a very even though metal lane is just you know it's such a beautiful street it's just so dangerous because you never know if we're going to have one of these crazy hurricanes those those homes should just go right that's right out.
1: no that's right that's a, that's a good point i think there are certain areas like the further lane where you have that added layer of protection what's happening right now in our environment and in the world you never know so yeah. that's that's a good point no, it's yeah. interesting there are those little you know hot, hot spots in, in terms of real estate out there that me and you know but probably yeah. not a lot of people do
0: and you know the stanford white homes um in montauk yeah. you know that they yeah. that they're it because there was there was so much sand um in, there, in Amagansett that they had to bring them over by cranes over the cliffs
1: is that right yeah
0: is that so cool that's insane
1: <laughs> Crazy. Stick with me outside all you. right yeah <laughs> he's Already like learning. wow yeah the locals learning the locals, yeah,
0: yeah. The locals. It, yeah. yeah it's crazy and I actually wrote that book from East Hampton library everyone was like oh my god when did you write this book like who told you those stories I'm like I literally asked everyone that I knew who knows about the Hamptons and went and interviewed all these different people and then had to triple check at the library so it was like me, the card catalog, East Hampton Library. I'm like, hi guys, it's that. me again. Old school. That I know is sick. it was good I, yeah, though. It was so cool because cool I got to see all these beautiful books about the Hamptons. And yeah. Anyway. Wow. Anyway. Yeah. Super cool. So, um, tell me five reasons why you make a really great
1: real estate salesperson. Ooh, five reasons. I think a few that jump, few items that jump out right away. Personal traits. I think communication is like number one. I feel like it's. You need to be able to be an effective communicator, not only with your team, but with the billionaires we're working with. If you can't stick with them, whether it's terminology, knowledge about your local markets, um, you know, investment opportunities, and you're not gonna, you're not gonna stand out. Um, and then I think it's accountability too. I think for me, it's nonstop around the clock. And you know how this is in the city. When people that we deal with want something, they want it then and there. And if you don't provide that, you know, effectively, they're moving on to the next person. So I think, you know, accountability, communication, and I'm going to go back to being there. I think what helps me get deals done quick, done quickly out there is I can, I have all the the networking and relationships, whether it's the building departments, whether it's the local attorneys, home inspectors that will put off other deals just to make sure they get to mine because I have that,
0: a long-standing
1: relationship with them.
0: Yeah, I love um, that.
1: So I think that's sort of what I bring to the table, and then of course, you know, the the education piece. I, I always throw throw out the Dartmouth, like just those connections too, and just being able to, you know, I always say people ask, "What did you learn at Dartmouth? What did you study at Dartmouth?" I just learned how to learn, so I can extract. That's what in, I always say. Ex- extract info <laughs> and, and as it pertains to that situation, and be able to communicate it effectively, or just work it right. right. Like that's, I always that's say, I learned a formula. Yeah, that's that's yeah, exactly I said. exactly that's so- it. I love that. Woo!
0: Yes, yes. I love that. I don't okay, know that's- if
1: that's five, But y- you get the gist. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you good. Get the gist.
0: No, no, no. Yeah. Um, so what's why Nest Seekers? Why? Why do you work for Nest Seekers?
1: I think Nest Seekers is an extremely innovative firm. Um, they're still, you know, we, we kind of consider them a boutique firm out in the Hamptons here. They're, you know, they have a little bit more of a long standing uh, place in the market. But in the Hamptons, where we're big, but not big enough, where we can really uh, provide insights and, and connect with people that are looking at all different price points. Um, I think the technology aspects and some of, you know, the Nest Media that we created and building out these TV shows and digital media marketing, that's where this market is going to. That's where real estate is going to, to um, in the near future. So I want to be a part of that push. And let's be honest, as a younger guy out there, I have to compete against the Pete brokers that have been doing it 30, 35, 40 years. I get a lot of resources and help from the top, from Eddie Shapiro and the CEO, anything I need to get deals done or help, you know, advertise a property the right way, he's there for me. So I, I was like, you know what, I'm going Mess Seekers. And, and so I've been happy with my choice. It's been three years working for them out East. So uh, yeah, it's going
0: good. It's good. Okay, so what's it like to be famous?
1: Oh, jeez. I'm not as famous as you. <laughs> I should ask you that. Stop. I should ask you that. Um, Local, you know, I, I get noticed all the time.
0: Out there. Yeah, you're yeah. like,
1: hey. yeah, 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 yeah. That when I knew I kind of made it ish was when I was in Manhattan after Million Dollar Beach House, and I was I was uh, you know just doing my meetings, stopped for lunch in Soho. I was up in Upper East Side, and I got noticed like three different times in a day just from the Netflix show, and I was like, oh shit, if I'm getting noticed here then then you know what maybe there is some uh, some fame i guess if you want to say that but you know honestly has like, it helped your business it has it has um i think people want to sometimes be aligned with that type of person i'm sure you find that as well um and you know it just it's maximum exposure you know if i didn't have the tv shows and didn't put myself out there. They would look up Best Hampton's real estate broker. And I guarantee my name's not coming up. It's probably someone that's been doing it a lot longer than me. So right. my whole thing with the show is why do this? It's a competitive advantage, stand out, you know, and uh, it's funny, my parents did not want me to do it. Right. They, were they were like, scared. absolutely not. They're scared. Yeah, they were super conservative, really, you know, well ingrained in the community out there. And they're like, what happens if, you know, the producers make you out to be something you're not right. And I okay. said, look, like, yeah there's definitely a chance that happens but i'm willing to roll the dice here and i know myself i can only give who i am and be authentic as as ever and you know in life people people like me i'm a likable person because i'm kind caring the whole thing so i said let's just roll with this and and it'll be good for me and i think it's it has benefited me in the last two years so
0: So that's interesting that you use the word kind do you think that that's a value add or do you think that that's like a a curse to be kind
1: Great question. Yeah, I like this. So I've learned I was my first year out there I was too kind. I I was I was getting sort of pushed around uh, other brokers. It it was tough. It was tough to sort of assimilate into that market, be highly competitive, think strategically, you know, try to understand what that person's out to get that may not be um, on the surface, so to speak. And I've learned to adapt. a way and find the balance you can't be you know you you can still be kind but it's also just like figuring out what other people's intentions are so you can so you can be ahead of the curve
0: so let's talk a little bit about selling the hamptons so i showed one of your castmates
1: sandcastle yes what happened (laughs) this is what happened what happened so i found out kenny is a, a very good friend of mine i think he's a really good real estate agent I heard- the Kenny's the from Miami, for
0: you guys, for yeah. those that don't know, selling the Hamptons on Discovery+, Plus. JB's a rock star. You may or may not see him working out as well and selling real estate. He does both. <laughs> um, and the, I'm going to set the stage for you. Kenny is from Miami mm-hmm. and he wanted to learn about the Hamptons. And so he called me and asked me if he could learn about the Hamptons. So I was like, sure. I was like, let's go see the best house in the Hamptons
1: here here's what was relayed to me <laughs> what was relayed to <laughs> me dun, dun, was dun. Kenny and and not knowing who Kenny was showing but I was told that Kenny was bringing a client to Joe Farrell's house at Sandcastle which was listed as an open listing but underneath you so know, let's talk
0: about open listing sure. so that we yeah. know exactly what that, means, what that means what is an open listing so an
1: open listing is essentially the owner selects different representatives from other firms to list the property. So it's not an exclusive. He selects and identifies one person he wants to work with, with two, three, four, five different firms in order to, you know, the strategy is to just have mass exposure and um, also
0: create competition,
1: create competition, of course. Um, and this was one of those situations. So I was the open listing rep for this $35 million property in Bridgehampton for nest seekers. I find out Kenny who had just, just landed from Miami, you know, looking all suave and sexy. This dude, he is so—he's beautiful.
0: He is beautiful, he's, man. Wow,
1: <laughs> I saw him for—I was like, whoa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I calm. Uh, and he, so I was told, he's been there for like two weeks, and that he already brought a client there without telling me. Didn't know it was the reverse. You were showing Kenny the property, I was. so uh, didn't even find that out until the show aired. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no. I swear. So I'm just like.
0: Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So and of course, it's me. And it was you who has a relationship with Joe, who's an absolute killer in real estate, both in the Hamptons in New York City. Um, So I felt a little dumb. And it, it was humbling. Uh, that is but, so funny. Wait, yeah, that's super so, funny. And, and, so and you didn't the whole, know
0: until the show aired? No, no. So you're st- watching it? You're like, wait, what's going still, on? They still,
1: I mean, they they said that he brought Kelly, and then I didn't, but it was like in passing back in like July when we were still shooting. I, it was just so much going on. I did really give to, you know, no yeah. thoughts. Or I actually
0: brought a, with, with Erica Grossman, because she's also on it too. I, yeah. brought, I brought a client um, with her there, because I didn't know that you were on it.
1: Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. Well, I mean, you're but you're with Element, like I I understand that. But I any, am I'm with Douglas Douglas Element. Element. The, <laughs> the upper edge Oh my God! I just started my own team. No way! I mean, yeah, that's just exciting.
0: Today. I just had my just first today. Team. Just today, just nice. my first team meeting today. Wow!
1: Yeah. How many people
0: you got? Uh, yeah. I've got five five people so far. Shoot! Yeah, let's go. Yeah, right in, I know. I'm like super excited. All because I'm licensed in Florida, New York, the Hamptons. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm working on my Colorado license. Paris, I have a listing in Paris yes i'm global
1: so will you have someone get that global. specializes in those markets yes. or will you sort of send people out to i have
0: I, I have a couple of people in each market and then i oversee everything
1: love it yeah i mean that's when you look at the best brokers right now in the country those are the guys that really built up teams and that they trust that those people are extension of their what about your team I, are
0: you going to build a team
1: i have a few people working for me right now okay good and i'm already like December was a little slow with the holidays in the Hamptons, right. it generally is. Right. But I've been it's been nonstop out there right now. Good. So I you know, I'm even looking for an assistant. So right. if you know anyone out there that wants to be an assistant for Hamptons. a top real estate guy in the Hamptons, I'm we have the T V shows, we you know, the whole thing. Um I'll help yeah, you. I'm gonna you find someone for because you because I'm I'm in dire need. I'm I know drowning. A lot
0: of lo- I know a lot of locals out, out there.
1: Cool. Yeah, um, use that.
0: Yeah. So. That is, yeah it's i mean it's interesting to you know people are like you're gonna start a team i'm like well i did so well this year my numbers have to be even better this year last year so they have to be better this year and um i also like i am you know people people think from from housewives are like oh kelly's a brat you know she's spoiled she's all these that. things um and i'm actually the opposite i am such a team person and it's just so exciting because like, I do work with Douglas Elliman. We both have such affection for the companies that we work for. So sure. I work with Douglas Elliman. I love working with them. And they've really supported me and um, have given me a great start to the business. I haven't been in very long. Um, and I, the, I mean, the first day I arrived at Douglas Elliman, I brought in an $8 million deal. Wow. My first day.
1: Who was it? Do you remember? I don't remember. I'm not gonna tell you. you. <laughs> like, I'm the NDA <laughs> queen. I, I, I have... Yeah, I knew you were gonna say yep.
0: For JBS, so, like sure. NDAs, NDAs they're, NDAs, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Flying they're flying. Becoming around. more and more a part of my life. It's recently. just better. It's just
1: better. It um, well but working.
0: anyway, so that was really great. But you know, my point about the team, which I, you know, just was reiterating today, is that I work for Douglas element We all work for Douglas element But you know, I believe in one more than zero and. That's how exactly we were talking about, like people that are successful. It's like, I believe that if I have a strong team, we're just going to
1: kill it. Let everywhere. me ask a question. You can't come on my team.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, never mind. <laughs> um, shoot, all right, well, that's out. Never mind. Um, one question I have.
0: Pretty... You're like, I didn't even oh, ask.
1: man. All right. <laughs> So one question I have I'm telling have for you, this podcast
0: is fun. I love it.
1: Um, so in terms of with the team, the, the people you hire, right? How much, the question I'm trying to ask is, you know, there's a certain coachability that comes into being the team leader. At what point is it, okay, you're okay to just run and take my clients. And some of them might be, you know, clients that you've been working with for 10, 20, you know, well, not in our world, but you've known for at least 10, 20 years, right? So there's that intimate connection with those people how do you find the ability to then take someone that maybe just joined your team this morning and say okay I want you to you know have you're taking Joe Smith down and he's looking South Florida 15 million dollar properties on the water where does that trust come from how long does it take for you to then entrust you know a relationship like that with someone that you just hired for your team
0: Eighty percent of the people that work on my team don't work, didn't, haven't worked, really worked in real estate. That just been, you know, really strong in sales, and that is the core of my business is sales. It's, it's commission based, so mm-hmm. I want people who are obviously, you know, well educated, that they work smart, not hard. I don't want someone saying I'm doing all this stuff, running around the city, like I'm just, you know, on the subway. I'm like, I don't care about how you work. I just want you to work smart. Um, and these guys are like me, I don't, I'm I'm, accountability is paramount to my business. You know, if you are accountable in this business and you're trustworthy and you just get the work done, um, and you don't complain, you're going to be a monster success. Um, it's just, those people that just like get really, you know, swallowed up with all of the the drama. Like I have, I I have like a drama free zero tolerance and I just don't have the time for it. Yeah. like i'm like yeah it's a funny story after we're, we're having drinks but like when during the work day like i just want to get things done because I, you know at the end of the day my clients are i treat them like investors that's right they're not just a one you know it's one, not just one trick pony that like, you know it's just they're going to be the ones that are going to be saying kelly was great she did this she did that um so just like what you're saying we have very similar you and I have very similar work ethics
1: 100 um and, and that's the problem with me it, the other thing is too I'm a little bit of a control freak but I think the next level right in your real estate career or, or any business that you work in to be a team leader you have to develop people underneath you that can be an, again an extension of your brand that could take um either a line of business or a client and run with them and you know that they are going to treat that person the right way. They're going to, you know, get the deal done. Be effective. Be be swift. Um, and it's important. It's important to build out a team to to grow and scale and, and do everything else. So yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting. I'm I'm glad. Yeah. So I have two people on my team, but I'm looking for looking for more because there's just so much happening. Okay, so I now.
0: have to find you an assistant. I got to find you more people. I know. I'm, I'm what like, else? I know. I like see you right in here. I know. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> um. So tell me about. You know, we talked about your success. Tell me about some of the challenges like tell me what's like you know and that's one thing that i like to always talk about it's like it's nice to be able to say i did i did all these things but like the failures are just more of where you're going to really learn to be more successful so
1: tell me about one of those i think challenges and failures just anyone that's looking to be a real (laughs) estate agent it's going to happen in your first year two years sometimes three years right um you know for me in a market where it is the ultra wealthy, the most affluent people in the world, um, billionaires, so to speak, you know, sometimes they're we're not in the same kind of. I don't want to say age, I don't know if I can say age. Can I say age? But they're just people that have been around the block maybe a little bit longer than me. So it's tough for those individuals to entrust their business and their their business ventures with a thirty-year-old, right? Yeah. I think that's that's been the biggest challenge in the Hamptons for me to to overcome. Um, and there's different ways you get around that. Again, it's t- for me. My advantage is, is the exposure levels that could bring them uh, better opportunities, or um, just just having a chance to communicate with them, so they see that I am on their wavelength. Maybe it doesn't appear so because I am younger, um, but but I can. But sometimes I can overcome that with my skill set, with my network, with my Rolodex, with my resources in Manhattan, South Florida, and California, and in, in Europe as well. So. Um, I think the first year there was tough. You know, I made, I think I made 18,000 bucks my first year in real estate in the Hamptons. This was three years ago coming off of working for related, which is the biggest real estate developer in Manhattan and, uh, in other places in the country. And I was making good money there and I was working my way up and I was just like, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. I don't want to work under the corporate umbrella. I'm going to do this in the Hamptons. My first year was humbling. Yeah. 18,000 bucks from making, you know, really good money in related. I would wake up and be like, what the heck did I just do? But you have to have that belief in yourself that you are better, that you're going to, you know, um, you're going to get through these moments and it's going to make you tougher to your point, Kelly. And, you know, thankfully I came out on the other side and, but it takes a lot of hard work. It takes, um, when you are down, having people around you, support around you to lift you up and say, no, you're better than that. Um, And I think people look in our business and they say, oh, look at, look at Kelly and JB. They look like they're at all these events and they're selling all these things anything it just happens overnight that is the complete opposite of what real estate is it's a grind it's an absolute grind and you have to surround yourself with again the right people the right mentors the right resources and then you have just a chance and then and then your your skills and your networking have to carry you the rest of the way
0: amazing i love that yeah. i love that no you just have a really strong work ethic and i just i really like i had no idea and i'm super excited so you start you started this Sports and Entertainment Division
1: at Nestle. Yeah. What is that? Ooh, this is exciting. So, I've done a little bit of. Re- so, I come from the sports background. My right. first job out of school was I worked for the NHL and I managed partnership money and essentially used the NHL National Hockey League's platform to promote the, the products and the businesses that partnered with us. Um, so, I, and I was a college football player at Dartmouth. I love sports, that's my number one passion. So I figured, how do I marry these two worlds? Doing really well in real estate. I love real estate. Have a passion for that. I also have a passion for sports. I'm 31 right now. I can't compete in sports, but how can I, you know, work with athletes? I speak their language. Um, try and, you know, uh, leverage my relationships in the in the sports industry. So I started to do a little bit of research, and it seems like the more and more people I talk to, it's it's one off situations where brokers or agents have a one-off relationship with an athlete or an artist or talent right and they and they take it and run with it but why not create a streamlined effort more of a concierge service where um, agents wealth advisors people that manage these athletes money can come to us and entrust their clients with with representatives of, of a firm and i think uh we're in the infancy stages of it i think we have some people that are already lined up um we're working with a we're close to a deal with a company in in Europe who oversees Lionel Messi, Lewis Hamilton, and these people were coming to find out they don't have go-to real estate advisors. They don't right. know. They just look, you know, their advisors look on Zillow, uh, he has a $10 million budget. Here's a $10 million house. Don't do any research. They just slide that person in because it's one more box for that, you know, that person that, that's managing their money and their time to check for, for their clients um so we're we're starting this group um and and it's really really exciting i think we have a lot of people that are ready to go with it and we'll see it would be the first sports and entertainment division i know of i know i think there's a few other firms that do it but we're we're going to scale it we're going to go and use our resources all over the world
0: well what i think is super interesting is that you left related and you are you are an entrepreneur and just kind of understanding your business and what you're good at, I think it's like, I mean, my dad always says the right tool for the right job. And I think I think that's so brilliant. Congratulations. That is so cool. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. So I got the honor of being on your show, selling the Hamptons Discovery Plus, which streams today. Episode two and episode five, episode two. You didn't know I was over there at Sandcastle showing Kenny episode five something's gonna happen today big, big event
1: I think is shown in episode five I'm so excited I do have to say one thing you I watched episode two with my entire family yeah like my brother his wife my girlfriend, Megan my brother's wife knows you from the housewives right um and then but Victoria hadn't my girlfriend hadn't seen you yet she's like she's stunning she's so well spoken Look at her with Kenny, and she she even goes like she's in yeah. a bikini, yeah, she's in a bikini, she's looking hot. She goes, yeah, good thing you weren't there, JB. Like her and Kenny look way better. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, go, all right, very good. Thanks, Victoria. Shh. That but, um, is so funny. Yeah, but episode five, it's uh, it's coming out today. Yeah, it's gonna so we're smoking hot. Yeah, fire, fire. Yeah.
0: So let's skip let's get to this. Television can be bittersweet. Yeah, I mean I know that better than anybody. Mm-hmm. Did being on selling the Hamptons affect your business or affect any sales?
1: I think generally speaking, it's only helped me. It's a positive thing. Again, the exposure levels. Um, I have people hitting up left and right for partnership, different partnership opportunities outside of real estate. And also people that want me to list their home because there's just more eyeballs on those properties. Um, there are times where I have ultra, the ultra high end clientele that says JB, I've picked you to, to work with and represent me and my business ventures. However, I'm just not going to be on TV with you. And you know what? That's okay. Uh, like there is, there are those people that just want to be more reserved and, and they get out to the Hamptons to escape all that kind of craziness. And I understand and respect that. Um, the other thing I'll say is when you're on set or at a, you know, a scene, so to speak, I'll get off the, you know, get get off, walk off six hours into it, and uh, my my phones, people are like, JB, what have you been doing? You know, I have voicemails, emails, calls, texts from people that aren't a part of the show experience, and they're like, where have you been? And you, you explain that to them, and they get, you know, they're a little pissy, agitated. I've lost a few because of that. You right, know, the two you three can't. million dollar bars I can't get to because I'm, you know, from May through July we're shooting um and and they may need someone that's just more there every single second of the day but generally speaking it's been you know it's been positive but you do have those times where it's like it gets a little tricky
0: i mean listen i have that too i mean i have some clients that are like you know NDA of both sides they don't want anyone to know what's going on um which i completely respect 100 percent because again i like i see it as an investment i don't see and they are my investors like i don't see it as like a transaction Um, so I also agree with you that, you know, there's some times when, you know, discretion is super key and then there's other times when people are just like, you know, you have all these followers, you have, you know, this major scope of influence, go to town. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's bittersweet. Like sometimes, and you can't control, you know, it's like we go on these shows to have, you know, to, to bring exposure to what we're doing and we can't control what happens, but yeah. it's like, I don't want to control what happens anyway. Like, no, did I no. know that you were going to be like, that was your pocket listing? I had no idea. Well, so, right.
1: I mean. Well, and the only, the thing is we can control. We it control, wasn't your pocket,
0: it was your open, part of your open, yeah.
1: But we control ourselves. You know, sometimes I get people who are like, oh, I, I love you on it. I love, you know, your intellect, everything, your look, your style, your, your connections. But the people, the other cast members, you know, and I go, it's, well, you know, it's, ultimately you can control what you can control and it and people you know the majority of time people want to work with us because of our following and because there's more eyeballs on us so i think um i think it's a good thing the only thing
0: that i was really jealous about the show is like i want to go and box with you and work out in the gym i I mean i'll probably pass out i'll be like oh my god no you wouldn't No,
1: no 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 i would love to get you in there anytime hill street boxing yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, we or we could go, go to the
0: Equinox. We'll go to the Equinox. Go to the Equinox. Yeah, yeah, either
1: way. Hey, I'll take it on the road. I'll do the
0: jumping jacks. I'm like, JB, look at me.
1: Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. All right. Definitely. Cool.
0: This new opportunity, what's next for JB 2022?
1: Well, I Marriage? think for me- Oh, God.
0: Are you getting married? How many years have you guys
1: been Three. together? Three. So we're, we're we're getting to that Wait, you were dating road. you were
0: dating her and you were making eighteen thousand dollars. You're like, Can we have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich tonight? Are you cool
1: with that? <laughs> it, she's like, yeah, who it, am I dating? Yeah. Well it's funny too, because now that I'm working so much and, and pretty successful making money, now she wants it back to when I was making eighteen thousand dollars so I can spend more time with it. So it's funny how you got, you know, you switch back and forth. But That's anyway, sweet though. She, That's she's so nice. she's amazing. She's uh she's a school teacher out east. Love and that. um you know, we've been dating three years, so you might see something coming up pretty soon.
0: That you is might sick, see something
1: coming sick. up pretty soon. That is and, super uh, exciting. Then, other than that, it's you know, I have a building business out in the Hamptons too. Um, we build you know three to four homes a year out there between really so far between three and eight million, um, and that keeps me busy. My little brother's a project manager, and uh, in the family. And I like that side. I like the development side of it, probably a little bit more than the brokerage side. But um, they both. Oh are pretty compatible they work pretty well together right. so for this you know at this point I'm just gonna keep riding it and keep growing and um and, and keep getting on podcasts like yours because well, we are super <laughs> excited yeah. for you yeah, congratulations round Thank of you. applause
0: Woo! for JB. <laughs> I am Kelly Killoran Benson with Hey Guys Hey